crime wave is high with muggings mysterious all police and detectives are furious because they can't find the source of this lethally evil force this is serious give me a quarter i was a witness get me a reporter call april o'neill in on this case they didn't say we'd be there in half an hour because they displayed turtle power continue podcast power. <laughs> there it is there it is episode one thirty four my name is anthony john agnello it's 135 isn't it to 135 dude 135 yeah. oh shit what are you doing oh man oh man let's fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> god damn it my brain uh this is truly a show about video games but if you are a longtime listener of the show you also know it is a show that is slowly documenting three individuals losing what is left of their minds facts uh yes. that first person that you hear there lamenting all of their choices is <laughs> susan art so, uh, excitingly, I'm in the middle of a, of a tornado watch, so mm. if I, you know, you may hear my imminent demise. I That may be recorded. You know? I, I, yeah, but, like, I've seen the films. You can just go find Paxton. Oh, no, yep. Paxton's dead. Go find Helen Hunt. Yep. And then, like, steal... Carrie Elways' thing is going to be fucked up. Like, you don't want to... You don't want to get in Carrie Elways' truck. Which... Definitely not. So you can just hide. You could just yeah, be no, inside fine. of the middle of one. Which it's Star fun. Wars is it? When I, th- I think it's Empire when they're like talking with Vader or something, and like one of the guys is just like, uh and like his <laughs> oh, yeah. communication the- cuts out. Yeah, like- when the meteor hits their star destroyer, it's great. That's not going to happen. No, no, that's no. that's not. No, it's well- not even windy right now, so I'm sure everything is fine. I love that image that you posted in our work Slack, though, of the 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 taco watch versus yeah. taco warning. Yeah. The taco watch is just all of the ingredients are laid out for a taco, and then the taco warning is, is taco. the ta- is the taco. Here's what's Very- great, though. Actually, put out by a Texas news organization. <laughs> this image. So that you, so to, here, okay, here's how you remember the dip, the difference between a tornado watch and a tornado warning. Tornado watch is your jalapeno and your cheese and your lettuce and you, and your ground beef. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's the warning that is the taco that is. You need to. Is a taco like a common unit of measurement in Texas? Like, do they do they measure by tacos like time or <laughs> distance? That's about a that's about a three taco job there. That's about a three taco. That's a, that's about five tacos that'll run you. No, but I will say uh, so. The 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 Texan relationship with tacos I cannot overstate. On on the 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 corner slash street uh, where you, you turn to go to our local grocery store, I believe there are no less than six different taco establishments this is this is a a mile if if that so and they all do enough business to have been around like so yeah like but but if you want burger king i could not tell you where to get burger king (laughs) in this town i think i think there's a wendy's i'm not sure i know there's one mcdonald's it's kind of amazing 
That's relevant. That's relevant, Susan. If somebody listened to the pre-show, you, I, I encourage you to become a backer of Continue, patreon.com slash Continue Podcast, because you can hear our backer-only sections before and after the show. In this episode, you would hear a whole conversation about munchos. I actually think that Burger King Onion Ring is a good touchstone for munchos, because Burger King Onion Rings have nothing to do with onions. No, like, yeah, that's, okay, that's true, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to do with onions, but like, imagine, imagine if the breading was only half that thick and a Burger King onion ring, you're kind of getting into muncho texture territory where like, you're like, my mouth is never going to be right after this. No, with the Burger now. King onion ring, you're like one or two in, you're like, all right. Yeah, this yeah, was, a good, this was yeah. a good decision. Yeah. 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 And then you get like four in, you're like, no. Nope. <laughs> blew it. Nope. You blew it. <laughs> Fucked <Nope>. it up. <laughs> Shoot yeah. the price. So this that I like that there's the the six taco places in one mile stretch in Texas. Uh this is how I knew that my wife really got me as a human before we started, you know, really getting serious. It was like early days when we we're dating. She takes me to her neighborhood in New York. And she's like, I want you to know the block I live on is going to make you laugh really hard. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't want to explain it. I just want you to see it. It's the very first time I went to her apartment. We're standing there and she's like, can you see it? And I was like, see what? And she's like, just look. And that's when I noticed there were two establishments separated by one door, different businesses, both of which were named Hot Bagel. Hot bagel, Radio Shack, hot bagel. I love it. <laughs> it's like uh, a video game. It's like GTA. Yeah, like they're just reusing assets. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, like that's the moment where you're like, oh, it turns out the Amazing Spider-Man Two for PlayStation Four wasn't actually bad. New York's really yeah, like that. Maybe the simulation people were onto something. Yeah, they got it. They got it. That person who's seeing through the veil is none other than Dave Roberts, our so, official staff Roberts. So you know, last week I was like, I don't have any rage. I got rage this week. I have Uh-oh. some. I'm bringing some rage. Oh, I'm no. actually Get angry about something. More what's, rage? Guys, what's what's the what's the deal with the <laughs> DVD cases? What's the oh <clears throat> like modern DVD cases? Like 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 specifically any DVD case that has to hold more than like three, <laughs> and they just fall apart the moment like, it opens. So I borrowed the Columbo DVD box set from. Uh, my in-laws uh because i was like oh we're watching columbo they got the whole set well we just got to season two and i was like i'll put it on my plex server it'll be fine it'll be fun um the dvd box set is like hostile architecture it is it is it is it is a war crime like the Mm -hmm. person who came up with this idea should be tried at the hague because you're either going to injure yourself or snap your discs in half or yes. spend 40 minutes trying to take a disc out to make sure that you're not doing either of oh, those things. Oh, wait a minute. Is it one of those where they overlap them? They o- they're yeah. overlap. Oh. There's like two per spindle and there's four <laughs> per side and they're double-sided because yep. they're trying to fit 10 seasons of a yeah. show into a single box. And so it's like, I get Dave, it, but... It's not, it's not just, so I actually do know one part of this, why they fucking suck so bad now. And they do. 
is a it is like you know they're trying to cram it all in and shipping and storage and all of those things yeah. are barely a thing anymore yeah so that you know they're very very conscious of like whatever they can get away with but they also about 10 maybe even a little over 10 years ago changed the environmental regulations of what you can actually put in most like software and media cases so like you remember when you went from here everybody this is good radio you went you remember when you went from like this with a DS game yeah. to the super thin like almost like uh like pa- like floppy 3DS cases mm-hmm. that happened with DVD cases as well so they were like they changed environmentally what plastics they were allowed to use to make those dividers and like on the one hand, they are technically more biodegradable. On the other hand, they break instantaneously and will like shred your hands. Yeah. Off. Well, and, like, and it's not even just that. Like, I got this again. Good radio. Mm-hmm. I was showing the camera. I have this <laughs> box set, uh, this 4K box set of Apocalypse Now. Did not come with a slip cover. It's just mm-hmm. it just opens up like this, <laughs> and you've got two per thing. Yeah. So it's like if I want to get to the DVD under here, I gotta take both of them out. No ultimate matrix figured it out what you do is you make a single box Mm -hmm. and you put them in super thin amray cases and you double them up two per side just do that that's it it's fine make it a little thicker it's like whatever i will pay the money so we don't have to deal with this bullshit oh (laughs) another one so I was like, oh, I, I, this looks cool. It's uh, it, it's like it looks like a book. Like I got a box set uh, for my birthday of Back to the Future on 4K, and you take it out of the sleeve and you open it up, and it's like, oh, it's like a book. And the DVDs are in the little sleeves of the book, and you turn it through, and there's images. There's no way to remove those discs without touching the the bottom. Mm-hmm. No way. Mm-hmm. Or destroying the the book insert oh, that they go yep. in. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> fucking stop. So. I will I, I I will not go get it because we are recording an audio yes. piece of entertainment. <laughs> but <clears throat> last summer, after that incredible Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game came out, my daughter was very into turtles and is like still pretty into turtles. She wanted to watch the old cartoon. Right. I remember this. So I go on Amazon and the complete series of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is only $19.99. Okay. Oh, I was shit. Like, That's yeah, okay. crazy. There's like a billion episodes of that show. It was like one of the longest running kids shows ever. And I, I was like, sure, why not? There's 10 seasons. I, I must be on Blu-rays. No, they're on regular DVDs. Yes. And there are 30 of them crammed into a box that's only about the size of like a Harry Potter novel. Oh boy. And there are like four discs piled on top of each other in this Tetris X. (laughs) They might as well just pile them, like just dump them into a cardboard box and ship them to you and say, you figure it out. (laughs) And the plastic is so thin and sharp that like I opened it and it was just like a rain of DVDs. Just like pouring out, it was you know that yeah. old picture of the guy holding the lemons, and they're like just 
what am I gonna do? Or, then the worst part too is like you open it up, like you, you you get it and you shake it, and there's clearly shit rattling around in there. And it's yeah. all of the plastic oh, yeah. bits holding the DVDs in yep. have snapped off during shipping and are now sprinkled all over your house for your cats to eat. Just oh, oh my god, just murder pellets everywhere. Uh, that that's my rage. Of, speaking of murder pellets and rage. <laughs> We have been playing video games. We think. Have we? Have we? Uh, Susan Arndt brings to us a video game that by rights, I would have expected in another world, all three of us would have played. Because I think all three of us enjoy the XCOM uh, quite a bit. And yet, I know I haven't played this game. I know Dave hasn't played this game. And Susan, have you actually played nope. Midnight Suns? Or have nope. you just been observing Midnight Suns? Just, I've, I've watched it. This is insane. Yeah. This is an insane <laughs> thing. That this is the case. And I think that there is a logic to why this is the case. Susan, tell us about Midnight Suns and the conundrum of Midnight Suns. So Midnight Suns is from the people who make XCOM. It is... Okay, so it is the intersection of Marvel and interest in Marvel characters, not the Marvel films, not the MCU, Marvel comic books, and XCOM strategic character-based gameplay. So... Right there, that is that's a Venn diagram in which we can all get super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <clears throat> However, and I and it is and it is a phenomenal game. I know this because my husband got it and he has played through it twice now. Oh damn! Oh wow! Oh yeah! Once as the female <clears throat> version of the character and once as the male version of the character, uh, and he's also played the Deadpool DLC. And I think there's Venom DLC is as there, well. Is there an original character? Like an original main character? Uh-huh. It's amazing that I didn't know that. This is my <laughs> and this is what, and the, So what he and I were talking about, because apparently it has been uh, labeled a commercial failure. Yes. And we were talking about it last night. And the reason, it, where was the marketing? So here's the problem. Okay, so you've got, here's a strategy game, right, with, that, that taps into comic books. There's a huge intersection of folks, except XCOM very much is a very specific kind of player. You know, the Iron Man, the permadeath, the all that. It should be said that that is a very widespread player, too, because Enemy Unknown was crazily successful. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and did, Civilization as well is, like, huge, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, but, huge, huge. But... Yeah. It's it. It is a very large audience, but it is a very specific audience. That very is specific, not yes. necessarily the same audience that enjoys Marvel comic books, not the MCU. Okay. Right. So, yes. but but if you hear Marvel, what do you think of immediately? You think of the MCU because that's what's going on. So it's also not, so what this at first blush, what everybody thought it was. Oh, it's XCOM with Marvel skins. Incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Mistake number one. No, it isn't. It's like it a, it's like a card based battle system, right? It is. Yes, it is strategic. Straight, it is turn based strategy. Straight out the, of two thousand four <laughs> with cards. But no, 
but not actually. The okay. strategy comes from uh, you can build a deck for each of your characters. It is the randomization of what you are able to do in a given turn. So you, your your character, you you take a team into battle. They each have individual. It's the whole like the you know the whole relationship. Like your relationship gets stronger with them. They fight better for you. All that. All of that is still in there. But the actual moves they can do are determined by these cards, and it's just a, okay, well, what do I have in front of me this turn? What can I do? And that's where the strategy comes from, as opposed to a more classic XCOM. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's really rewarding. It's still extremely strategic. There's base building, too. Like, there's like, oh, yeah. like all the base stuff <coughs> yep. from XCOM is there. Yep. And, like, I'm told that, like, you get... You get classically marvel comic-y shit happening there you get you see that everybody's yes. got feelings yep. everybody's got feelings <laughs> and you get to explore the feelings that are taking I like, place i like feelings the writing is exceptional it's great yeah. it's phenomenal which is not something you can say about xcom you don't no, no <laughs> one is playing xcom for the story no right Midnight Suns, the story is actually really interesting and fun and worth exploring. And, you know, it, it you've got this fairly robust array of characters that you end up with. And some you will inevitably vibe with and some you won't. And you can max out your relationships with some of them and follow all those story threads to the end. And that's all really cool. And then, there's you know, there's secrets in because your, your base of operations is in an abbey. There's all these secrets and these... But, Right? Is did any of this come through in the marketing? Also, guys, all, like what you're describing is a game that all of us would be like, sounds awesome. Yep, <laughs> sounds awesome. Sign me up. Exactly. Sign me up right now. Exactly. So why why were we not excited about this game? Why weren't we talking about this game? Because where was the freaking marketing? Where okay. was the explanation of of what this actually was and what it wasn't? There w- there was like a trailer for this super early that was like i think 2021 Mm -hmm. and like they did one big trailer but it was pure cinematic there was zero gameplay wasn't like metallica playing or something like it was it was very like like 90s yeah well we'll we'll get to the 90s factor of all of this because i think that even with a proper marketing everything behind this Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how this game got made. <laughs> oh, I agree with that. I genuinely, I ge- like, the, I don't, I don't know why or how this game got made. But, so they did one trailer, and then it was delayed twice. Like, this mm-hmm. game was supposed to come out a long time ago. And so not only did they not properly tell anyone, tell the people, blow them kisses. Like, uh, you didn't tell anybody what the game was. Mm-hmm. They... They also this should have never fucking launched at seventy dollars. This oh, I disagree with that completely. Now I'm ju- I'm saying in terms of optics to a market that doesn't understand your product, they they do not know what they are getting already, and launching. I think this launched two weeks after God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Putting a thing with versions of the characters that they don't know on the shelves next to that and mm-hmm. asking for the same amount of money yeah, is okay. utterly perilous. Well, I also, I, yeah, I also yeah. heard that like, the 
there was some confusion with like characters that you got based off of like DLC. I don't know. Maybe that was, that's something else. That, but no, I remember no, no, like that was hearing thing, rumbling it, around it that like they, they, there were like multiple versions yeah. of the game. Yeah, like yes. a gold version yes. and a yeah, silver yes. version yeah. or whatever. And 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 like it was. Do you guys remember last or two years ago? Now there was like when they released that Sonic game, and it was like. Well, in the gold, in like the deluxe edition, you get oh, these, yeah. and like, and in the extra gold edition, you get these. And they were like, they had to put out a matrix mm-hmm. of like all the different content. This was the same thing. Yeah, and it, you know, uh, I I think Two K has gotten very bad at releasing video games that aren't NBA Two K. Mm-hmm. And or, or and GTA, like, yeah. What, but, like, even GTA, GTA markets itself. Yep. You don't need to do anything with a Rockstar game. You just need to say it's a Rockstar what? game and put it out in the I world. don't know. Red Dead Redemption 2 might, you know. Right. No, no yeah. one's playing that online mode. So, uh, you know, I like, Midnight Suns hit the market with a flat-out NBA 2K-style marketing yeah. campaign. Yeah. It was like, yeah, well, here's all this different. You're going to give us all the money, right? You like the Spidermans. Uh, meet the Spidermans. And um, it doesn't help that there was some, I won't say market confusion, but Marvel's Avengers. Oh, God. <laughs> like they like did that. not, they made no effort to put any kind of distance no. in between them and it. No, they, they did no, they, they did no education about like what this was mm-hmm. in relation to the characters that people like. Mm-hmm. So, a little background, because I am the comics asshole of Continue Podcast. <laughs> yeah. But what you guys don't know is that Midnight Suns was the thing that turned me into a comics asshole. Oh, interesting. I don't think, I don't think people understood that this was like the return of a brand that has been moribund for almost 30 years. They absolutely did not. No, because nobody was telling them. No, nobody told them. Like, there's like, there is a pitch for this game where like, like who's ready for some old school shit and then you just get like shredding guitar. (laughs) But, like, guys, I see all these fucking Gen Z kids on the TikTok talking about Morbin time. Kids, I've been Morbin since before you were born. So, <laughs> in the lore, the year of our Lord, 1992, Ghost Rider was very popular. And this is 90s Ghost Rider, where it's like full leather jacket, giant spikes. It's like the Billy Idol cover of Rebel Yell, but with a guy with a skull that's on fire for a face on a motorcycle with fire for wheels. And they were like, this Ghost Rider shit is tight. What else do we got for monsters? So they got all the monsters out. And then there was Night Stalkers. And Night Stalkers is a vampire and the human like Scion of the Dracula family and Blade before Blade was Blade are a team. And then there's Morbius, the living vampire long before Jared Leto had even auditioned for my so-called life. And then there was the dark hold, which was X-Files before ah. X-Files. 
Darkhold. Okay. It is Victoria Montesi, the the scion to a whole demon hunting line, and she is like teamed up with a Fox Mulder looking motherfucker, and they've got to find all the pages of this evil book, and they all team up with Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange and Johnny yep. Blaze who was yep. Ghost Rider in the 70s, but now he is 90s as fuck. He's wearing a trench coat. He's got a shotgun that shoots hellfire. Yep. And fucking, tear, they're tearing it up. And their whole deal is Lilith. Yep. Like the 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 Old Testament first wife of uh, of uh, of Adam. Who She's your cast mom. Down. She's, she, oh, she is? So mm-hmm. Lilith is there. Mm-hmm. They fucking, they're, they're all like, there. They're all there, and yep. it's it's Lilith leads armies of demons, and they all team up. They get a dope fucking tattoo of like a sword and shit, and they fight the monsters in the Marvel universe. And my poor little budding goth boy heart fucking ate two sizes that day up. It grew, it, grew, it grew three black trench coats that day. Uh, <laughs> this was like my everything when I was like ten. Um, and so to bring this back, nothing has been called Midnight Suns in Marvel Comics since 1995 (laughs) to be like, we're going to make a video game out of that. I, I get the impulse. I get like, (laughs) (laughs) like back in the day, that was some video game ass video game shit. I don't know. Like hearing you talk about this, like... I kind of want to play it now. It's like, sounds, so good. This it's sounds awesome. like if the MC was this, I would be right. watching every fucking movie that came out. <laughs> Dude, the comics were super fucking fun. But like the game doesn't look like it looks like in all the marketing. It just looks weird. Like yeah. nobody looks right. Not even for, like, comics. They're all like, yeah, wow, what if Doctor Strange was wearing an outfit from Tron and everything was yellow? Like, if you look at, like, the initial trailers, it's like everybody oh, has their right, specific that's the, yep. spirit armor and shit. Yep. And, like, like, I don't know. I want Johnny Blaze in a dirty trench coat. Yep. And he's smoking. <laughs> He's got, and you, yeah, he's like, got a greasy a, ponytail. It's all, yeah, it's all that you're, you, you play as uh, the hunter who is the child of Lilith. By the way, uh, you've been dead for a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, they bring you back because they need you for, don't worry about it. And so you, because <laughs> your mom is trying to get the dark hold and you're the only one who can stop her. And so, uh, 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 Captain Marvel and and Blade and uh, I think Nico is her name. Oh yeah, uh, no, yeah, she's like a wizard. She's yeah, got a staff. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. And 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 Iron Man is there and Doctor Strange and they're all there and you, you you're in charge. Like you're the leader because you're the only one who can defeat her. And then uh and then she and then your mom kidnaps uh uh uh, uh Scarlet Witch and turns her because your mom can like take over people's brains and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. and she takes over Hulk and she takes over the Scarlet Witch and you're like well shit that's a problem and yeah. And it's really good. It would be great if people knew this. It would be really great if people this. knew this. And there's lots of it's it's what's really cool about it is because you are given a a very robust array of characters and they are 
different enough in the kinds of skills that they can develop, it really adapts to your play style. There are certain missions where you absolutely have to take certain people mm. with you but other than that you can just lean on your homies and it's the ones that you develop the best relationships with or you just think they have really cool abilities and then you can do all the other stuff like buy them costumes and oh yeah by the way you get a little dog and the dog gives you bonuses if you pet it every day hello my god i know fire fire emblem unoriginal taking taking <laughs> midnight sun shit so uh susan can can you make them like just look like the comic book versions of characters? Can you make them look normal? Oh, or, like oh, let me tell you, <laughs> son. <laughs> so yes, you can unlock. Oh, okay, you can unlock two different kinds of costumes. The ones for when everybody's just chilling in the abbey, and you yes. can have yes. But then yeah. also, you determine what they wear in battle. So if you want them to look like Spider Man from a particular comic book era. Not a problem. You can unlock or and buy, and when I say buy, I mean with in-game currency. This is not microtransactions. Whatever costumes you want, whatever ones, you know, tickle this your is, toes. This is so funny because part of my ambivalence was, like, <laughs> flashback to last episode, everybody, and I was like, fucking get a life, pro ga- gamers. You fucking, you fucking gamers complaining about meaningless shit. When they showed off the trailer for this, I was like, that's not Ghost Rider. He doesn't look like that. <laughs> that doesn't look like Ghost Riders. <laughs> we were the real gamers all along, Anthony. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the house. Um, yeah, my, my part of my ambivalence was... Magic doesn't look like that. Yeah. Ghost Rider doesn't look like that. I want to morb in the 1994 tradition of morbing. You can. I know. Enjoy. Shit. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And also, uh, by the way, not for nothing, the game is effing huge. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. I, 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 I'm but, oh, to think. huge without yeah. feeling bloated. By the way, it's not like okay, we're gonna give you twenty extra missions for this thing. No, it's it just takes that long to tell the story. Dude, man, <laughs> they got you. I like I I do I. The price, the presentation, the timing of the release. Yep. All problems. These yep. are problems. And like I like them being like this is a financial failure. Be like I I don't know, man. I do also think that the the platform choices like this this is a game that deserves so badly to be like Switch, iPhone, Android. No. Like oh, but but here's but hear me out. Here's why because XCOM killed on mobile fucking killed like okay yes the combat part absolutely 100 percent. the rest of it no really yeah like the in xcom it's very you know go to go to the lab and here select your research and now go here this is you are walking around third person walking around the grounds of the abbey you are walking Mm. over to here you are checking in with dr strange and tony in the lab like it's not I had no idea. I thought yeah. I assumed it was all a menu. No, I assumed, I assumed all of this was menu. Like I no. assumed it was a yeah. This is game. this is all 
new to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like you and and you can buy gifts for the people that in or in the abbey and you can buy furniture to decorate it and decide what paintings go in what frames. Oh my and God. yeah. This is such a titanic fit. Man, I like I I also don't want to assume I like I, like I'm thinking about 2K games and what their 2022 was like because they whiffed it so many times like they whiffed it with the quarry too like no one even knew the quarry came out oh that's true if you weren't paying attention there was no way you knew that came out absolutely no true. One, no no one knew it yep. existed yeah in, in a moment when like the release schedule was super fallow too like there was nothing it was competing with and it's really high quality like it's like a, their last amazing the last one is like so if they kind of swept that up that's fine the quarry is legit well yeah. made and it sounds like midnight suns is is Phenomenal. like right there with it like it's not like it's not like square enix who released fifty eight thousand games yeah. last year and, and they're all, all of them C, they're all c minus yeah like, all of them are held together with duct tape bless their hearts and i love them but like no marketing schedule could accommodate that. This is like 2K Games put out like three things last year. It's just like, um, it, it's it's a it's so Guardians of the Galaxy to oh, me. Yeah. yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, another phenomenal game. Like the acting, the writing, the, yeah. it's it's so good. At least. I feel like you knew that game was coming out. You know what? No, it's, it, it is actually because I knew it was coming out. I just already knew what Guardians of the Galaxy was and assumed right. it was going to suck. And absolutely <laughs> nothing made any effort to try and convince me otherwise. But like also with Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think we talked about this at the time, you can physically see the moment that they ran out of money making that game. Like you play like this... <laughs> like, like you, you play this incredible thing and then it like gets to like the let final battle and then the end credits and it's just like insert effects shot here like still frames <laughs> like you can literally like, like that like limped across the finish line that's true be because square enix london had lost 400 million dollars yeah. on making a bad avengers game uh, yeah. This sounds like it's incredible start to finish. The core is. is incredible start to finish. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Weird. It's yeah. so weird. It's very weird. I if if you enjoy XCOM style games, if you enjoy Fire Emblem, uh, if you're a comics nerd, um, I highly I recommend picking it up and playing it. It's like stick it on easy if you just want it. The story's really good the acting is great the writing is so good and the guy who plays tony stark i mean he's just full-on doing rdj but he's doing a really good job of doing rdj so yeah Susan is, care is caretaker in it yes you gotta have caretaker yeah oh, She's, yeah. she she runs the, yeah she runs the abbey so you gotta have care well so are are all the ghost riders in it or is it just so it's Johnny Blaze is there. He has one of the pages of the Dark Home. Okay. And you are the the Ghost Rider on your team is is Robbie Reyes. That right? is it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Robbie yep. Reyes. Yep. There's no Danny Ketch. That's not no. the right Ghost Rider. No. <laughs> you need a different Ghost Rider. So a few a few years back, 
You need a that's not the right Ghost <laughs> Rider. Not the wrong one. By the way, so, um, just quick aside, Ghost Rider is and always will be an incredibly stupid fucking character. Okay, it's the best Stop part. It. It's the best part. <laughs> His name so is Johnny awesome. Blaze. It's so fucking stupid. It's so stupid, dude. Oh, it's so dumb. I love it so much. Uh, there is a writer, comic book writer named Jason Aaron, who I think is the only person who's ever gotten how preposterously stupid Ghost Rider is, and ergo how much fun you could have with the character. Got it. Um, <clears throat> so, Jason Aaron is like the the person who created um, the the Th- Jane Foster Thor that appeared in uh, Love and Thunder mm-hmm. last year. He's, he's fun, and, like, it sucks, because it's very difficult to access his run on Ghost Rider at this point. But his run on Ghost Rider starts at the place of being like, Johnny Blaze, you're a fucking moron. You're one redneck in America. Why did you ever think you were the only spirit of vengeance? Like, if mm. you're supposed to be this thing that goes out... And so the entire thing was like, there are just all kinds of ghost riders throughout history. Okay. And like Jason Aaron's books would be like, would just throw in like one panel of like insane flaming skull riding something creations, like a Maori warrior, like fucking riding a shark with flames, like blowing out of his face. <laughs> like every single page of this comic is an airbrushed side of a van. Every panel. And like, like there is, a, <laughs> there is a, like a duo called like Knuckles O'Shaughnessy and Muggsy who are like the 1920s fucking like untouchable gangsters. Yeah. And like Muggsy's small and he's got like a Newsies cap on of and course, carries a baseball bat and he's like a fucking course. fiery skull. It's so. I'm going to reiterate awesome. what I said. If they actually made these movies in the MCU, I would watch yeah. them. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is what I want. Oh, it's so good. Give, give it and back. Now now that I know that Midnight Suns is a kick-ass game and it didn't succeed, now I know that they're not going to make the sequel with Knuckles O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> Fucking damn it. Oh, God. There is a single issue of it that is just Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch. Danny Ketch is the right Ghost Rider. Oh, my God. God stop. Uh, <laughs> It's just them chasing a demonic 18-wheeler eating people in Texas. And that's it. It's just like an 18-wheeler commanded by like an old trucker in what looks like... You remember like the 70s Hawaii comeback Elvis? He's like dressed like that. yeah. And it's just every single panel is stupid. Like you're just... (laughs) You can physically hear the twelve-string guitar happening on every page. It's fucking great. Um, speaking of ambivalence, Dave Roberts is equally what? ambivalent to his most beloved game series, and I'm curious as to why. I I think it's just me and video games right now having a, a thing. You guys are less, less than like, cause it's like nothing's hidden for me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm trying, like the only thing that I'm really spending time with actually is theater rhythm. And it's mostly just because like, it's a thing that you can dip into for a few minutes and like be done with like, so like, this song is nice. And then like, just, I go about my life. I think a lot of it is just like, I look at the time that I have available to me in mm. a day and I'm like, do I want to spend 90 minutes and get nowhere in this giant video game? Or do I want to watch a complete thought where mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothrock just punch the shit out of people for 90 minutes? You haven't mentioned what game you're referencing, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not Yaga's anymore. It's Like a Dragon, like a dragon. Ishin, which is the, the a remake of a PS3 game that's good. It's more of that. Except in Japan, like feudal Japan, not well. Okay, do the do the voice again, Anthony. The, it's the 18th, 19th century Meiji era, post Edo Japan. Before the end it. of the Tokugawa shogunate, and before uh, the end of the Tokugawa shogunate, then there's the land of the samurais that are then dealing with the black ships. That's the Europeans. The Portuguese came to Japan. In- it <laughs> amazes me that you have friends. <laughs> you guys have been tolerating me for years years I question my life choices daily <laughs> oh, oh, oh no God. Anthony just posted I a, don't forget Knuckles O'Shaughnessy you guys use mugs is in for it now <laughs> use mugs is in for it now oh my god <laughs> um yeah. yeah no it's good like it's one of those if you like it it's good, except now you have a samurai sword. Uh, it is neat because the the all of the fighting styles are actually like really different and fun. So like you have your typical brawler style, you have a samurai style, which is swords. Mm-hmm. You have uh, gun style, where you just unload on people with your pistol and then you have a wild dancer style which combines your sword and the pistol together to do like sick twirling moves and stuff it's it's neat like and uh it's got all the weird side quest stuff like there's one lady that you talk to who just talks forever and will not stop talking and then she quizzes you on the things that she talked about to prove that you were listening (laughs) Just stuff, you know, like stuff like that. Like it's it's neat, and it's neat. I think seeing it's a neat concept. Seeing characters and actors playing characters um, yeah. that you've been playing for decades, playing it's like watching them do theater, right? Like mm-hmm. they're all like Kiryu is uh what is the guy's name i'm told like i haven't played this game in like a week hajime is the fake name that he uses and ryoma is his real name yes uh he's like a but yeah yeah, he's a he's a famous figure in japanese history basically he's the catalyst for the reason why the shogunate falls and they usher in like liberal democracy in japan basically Mm -hmm. like he's like the gap that bridges between the old and and the new in japan and seeing kiryu play a different character who isn't kiryu he's like it's the same actor it's the same character model but he doesn't have the same kind of like mannerisms uh and it's it's neat i think it's cool i think it's cool to see like 
all of these actors who are again like actors from like japanese cinema and tv shows and stuff like playing these roles but as different people it it lends itself to a like like i kind of want to see them do this more like oh like Mm. what else can like like kind of like uh yakuza dead souls right but like make a good one of those like like what if they made like a yakuza or like a dragon sci-fi game where they're all in outer space but it's all this like goro majima is there but as you know like fucking bones or whatever i don't know like <laughs> like it's just it's it's a really cool concept and it's and it's well executed but i'm just i don't know it, it, i don't like, want to play I, games I, right I do I do love the the sort of approach like you're saying of having like these familiar faces fill roles like I think like <clears throat> I would like if somebody was like here is a game with Celine from Returnal mm-hmm. but she's not Celine again like it's just that act like that performer almost in a similar but different thing I would find that appealing too um and I, I'm with you, Dave. I think that there, this game is cool. I've played about four or five hours of it at this point. And like, I really hope that this has sold because of the popularity of Yakuza 0 and those games. Because I love that we now live in an age where a, ma- there, a mainstream audience could be exposed to a game that within the first hour forces you a nude man in a bathhouse to fist fight like another nude man and it's just like and the the steam from the bathhouse is covering up your 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 junk as you fight it's very funny it's very funny like like to to confront an american's audience's homophobia that directly and aggressively fucking delights me to no end uh and like i Susan, you said almost a year ago now, why, dear God, do you guys like samurai stuff? Like, I don't get it. And I I think I told told you at the time, it's just cowboy shit if you like swords instead of guns. Right, Like, that's all it is. And that is truly what this is. It's got all the high noon showdowns you could hope for. Uh, Guys living by the road rule code. Guy, guys trying to be you know being hard in a, in a system that doesn't respect human life some rising real, up to save the little guy and they fucking hate each other and then they look at each other a lot and then they respect each other and then they go do more dude shit. oh my god just go to therapy just, <laughs> just go, go. Just go to- Susan therapy. let me tell you you can do both you can do both <laughs> yeah <laughs> You could do both, uh, <sighs> but I, like I, I, I should love much like Dave should love all of this shit, and I have the same feeling where I like I get to oh, the end of the day. Yeah, I get to the end of the day. I'm like, am I gonna put ninety minutes into this? And I, you know, I, I, am not going through a break with games like Dave is. You know, uh, it's been. A bit since I really tucked into something that I really, really liked. Like, you know, I I did enjoy Fire Emblem. I went the Mm. distance. Um, I will say for me, some of it is... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the same voice, and I hate this. Where instead of it being with that's not the right Ghost Rider, I'm like, <laughs> Kiryu you're, wouldn't do you're that. Not, it's not the right Kiryu. <laughs> like, it is. It is pushing me out a little that they're there. Like, I, I like. I got to the point where uh, the the guy who wears an eye patch, Goro Majima, shows up, and like he's still like. They refer to him as the Mad Dog, and he's still like this kind of. He's still of, kind of Majima. He's still kind of the character, but I'm like, why, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, I would almost prefer like a new, totally original samurai game with none of these faces from the thing that mm, I've already been exposed to in it. Interesting. Or just another Yakuza game. Yeah, well, I mean, the reason why they did it is because they didn't have to make character assets. I know, I know. I, they I, just got the, their, oh, you guys are all in between projects. Let's record some dialogue and put all the character models in a Japan setting. And I rec- I encourage that kind of, I love that kind of economical game making. And, and like, mm-hmm. I think it should happen more often. Like, I... I would rather not like like in a perfect world I would be fine playing a new Dishonored with like the same environmental assets but rearranged rather than yeah. waiting for well, like it's going to be interesting to see what Tears of the, the New Zelda game does Tears of the Kingdom because like are they just going to use the same map and add more shit to it I think that's yeah. what they're going to do I, I, <laughs> that's kind of wild it, which is nuts which is I mean, it is, it is, like, they are, like, basically, like, making, like, a new overworld to go with it, where it's, like, stuff in the sky. Yeah. Uh, Punished Hyrule. Pun- <laughs> God damn it. I, I shouldn't have found that as funny as I did, but Punished Hyrule is very funny. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. I, I don't know. Um, like, I, I, I hear about something like Midnight Suns. And they're like, oh, it was a, a commercial failure and, you know, it didn't perform to expectations. I would be like, well, fucking milk it. Like, you have all these assets and these systems. Mm. Reuse it for another game. Put it out at, like, a budget l- rate. But this time it stars Danny Ketch, the 90s <laughs> Ghost Rider. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I would be way, way into that. Reuse those assets. But this one is a weird one. Yeah. I, uh, I will say I am there is one game that I'm interested in checking out and it's coming to Game Pass tomorrow at one more recording called Wo Long. Wo Long Final that? Dynasty? It's yeah, the, that's the, 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 the new Yeah, the Team Ninja game that's coming out that's like what if Souls was also Dynasty Warriors was also Wishaw was also like better. So like I, I might that like the, the, I might check that out and like I'm, I'm no hoping reason not that. to. Yeah, but again, like we'll see. We'll check back in two weeks to see if I will talk about that game or if I will have more movies to talk about. More, more movies. Did you guys, did you guys see that because of discovery in the um, FTC investigation of the Activision and Microsoft merger that Microsoft had to admit? I'm like. I, in an official level like yeah game pass cannibalizes sales like 
Uh huh. Yeah, Ooh. they they have to. They just ha- like it's right there. But I mean, of course it does. I mean, but that's... of fucking course it does. Of course it does. Like Wolong Fallen Dynasty team new team ninja game that is like Souls shit, but there's an easy mode. I would have given you guys sixty dollars for that. Now I'm not gonna give you fucking nothing. Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna. There's no. There's no way it doesn't. I mean, that's just, come on. Yeah. Hi-Fi Rush. How would it get, you know... I, okay, I no, that was not... You are, and, and it's lovely that you would have bought that. You're the outlier on that I one. I know I'm but, the outlier on that one. Yeah, yeah, but no, new Team Ninja joint, that was going to go off shelves. Come on now. I would have I would have, I would have actively gone out and been like, 60 American dollars yep. for you, Team Ninja. Yep. Enjoy. And then please don't make another Ninja Gaiden, though. You guys, I don't trust. Oh you God, just pl- just stop. Don't. Just don't. Just let it, let let it, it die. Move on. Move let on it, and grow. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. A dead or alive Extreme Beach Volleyball Four, though. You call me. You call me next year, Team Ninja. <laughs> you call me next year. Can you make that game anymore? I. They're doing. They, they made I, a, they third one. <laughs> I stand by the fact. The first one's phenomenal. This is, is, I don't it. care. It's continue, great. Continue podcast canon that we all think that game's amazing. Yeah. Um. I think. I think I talked about it on the show because I like <laughs> traded in a ton of games just before the pandemic to that uh, shop that I stand for sometimes. East Arland. Mm-hmm. Like, or at least I used to. It's not really like now that like everybody wants retro games, it's kind of no longer useful. Um, But they would buy anything and they stock new stuff. And when I traded in, like, just I just gutted my collection. Uh, They had Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 3 for Switch. And I was like, yeah, I'm a pervert. Let's do this. Uh, I think I played that game for like 50 hours. Nice. (laughs) Nice. And it's the it's it's it is the it's the exact same loop that made the old one on Xbox fun, where you're like, wait, I like this volleyball. Yeah. And I like that you have to like be friends <laughs> for the volleyball to work. And then I really like the blackjack nonsense. <laughs> and the funny thing, like the funny thing is, is like everybody thinks that this game is going to be like, "Hey, perverts, enjoy your pervert shit." And the more you try to be a pervert, the more the game punishes you. Yeah. Like I, so here's there in Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, there is something called the Venus. Yep. I'm sure if you're a gamers on the internet, you've heard of the Venus. It's like a string bikini. With like jewels covering, uh, it's not. It's it's, 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 it's it is it is dental floss, yeah. and poker chips. Yes, that is the extent to which this like calling it a string bikini is 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 overly Very genesis. It is one hundred percent there to just cover cover the pink parts on the ladies, yep. and that's, that's it. it. Yes. So, I found myself after playing the game for this amount of time. Like, I was like, oh, shit, I have enough money to buy the Venus from the shop. Yep. Let's let's roll these dice. Got it. Gave it to my volleyball partner. She looked like looked at the screen 
and was like, it's just like dot, dot, dot. Your partner has left the team. <laughs> it tanked the entire save file. The entire save file was useless. All of the build in the characters was gone. All of the money was gone. Yeah. So if this game was purely for cheesecake factor, it would have been like, go ahead, boys. Mm -hmm. Instead, it was like, you're a dick. Yeah. You didn't respect the rules of the game. <laughs> it's awesome. It's a classic. Um, all right, everybody. I think we will be back in two weeks. Wait, wait, wait. I need to tell wait. you one more thing. Oh, no, do it, please. Okay. So season three of Picard started a few weeks ago. Yo. So. I really didn't enjoy season two. I bailed on it halfway through. Two reasons. One, I mean, Picard has, it started off nostalgic, but also, okay, here are these people you love, but what happens after they stop having the job you know them for? Mm -hmm. And that was very interesting. Season two was full on. Okay, don't worry about that. Look, see, it's seven of nine. Don't you love her in that? Ah, right. And this, on top of that, the story was was not good. And so I didn't watch it. Um, I watched the the episode where where Q uh, says goodbye to Jean Luc. Q dies actually, and it is his farewell. And it's just a really beautiful scene between two actors who have spent a lot of time opposite each other on screen. But other than that, the season was worthless for me. So this season, I hear they're like, they're getting the bang back together. It's Dr. Crusher and Worf and Jordy and Jordy's daughter. And I'm like, oh, Christ, really? <laughs> really? But, but. Yeah. But. Keep going, please. Because. <laughs> I watched it. I'm like, all right, you know, it's there's nothing else on. My husband's like, well, we could try Picard. I'm like, all right, fine. It is so good. It came home. It is exciting. It's a good story. And it's dropping. Like, I was really full on expecting it to go full uh, Rise of Skywalker. See this thing from Star Wars you like? Look, we'll put it on the screen for you. And Somehow not... the Emperor returned. <laughs> what? Is that sick? Because remember that you liked it. Please like it again. It's dropping references. It is dropping visual references. It's dropping story references. It is dropping oral references, like like certain keys of music that will play at certain times when certain characters come on screen. And if you are that longtime Trek fan, like if you you know if you've watched Wrath of Khan more times than you've been to your in-laws. <laughs> like, if you are that person, you're going to catch all that stuff. And if you're not, it 100% does not matter at all. But it's also, like, it's all of that candy is there, mm -hmm. but it's never dumb about it in the nope. way that either the J.J. Abrams movies were, or, like, honestly, that was the kind of thing that really pushed me out of Discovery. That, yeah. Like, like, Discovery was, like... <laughs> 
Discovery was like, here, you filthy animal. Hey, you fucking Star Trek nerd. Here's a yeah. bone for you that you can buy. Yep. Oh, it's the secret organization. Exactly. exactly. And honestly, Doctor <laughs> Who started doing this also. Like, yes. oh, okay, let's go to Wikipedia and see what we can reference to keep you fe- people happy while also creating this new thing. This, all that stuff is in there, but right. it's subtle it makes sense. Like it's not like remember the on on Starbase whatever whatever that pfft, no. So it's really really welcoming to new people. Like if you've never seen Star Trek before, that's fine. That's okay. You don't have to to get the point that these folks used to work together and they've got history. That's all. That's it. You're good. That's all you need to know. Fabulous. But Susan, let's talk about the best part because I Frakes? I also the some. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Let's talk about that freaks. Yep. <laughs> like, so a bunch of people were like, you should probably watch this. Yeah. To me. And I was like, I'm not being hurt again. I will watch. <laughs> yeah. I will watch Strange New Worlds. But like, when I started Picard season one, like, Susan, your sell about Picard season one was so strong of being like, don't you want to see this character exploring their life when they have been stripped of their agency? Yep. Because that was a super strong sell. And I know that that's there. Mm-hmm. But when in like the first 10 minutes of Picard season one is just like fucking murder and oh, sexy yeah. Gen Zers fucking yep. in the city and doing drugs. I was yep. like, I am fucking out. That's fair. I can't Robert argue Orsi, with that. Alex Kurtzman, I'm out. Yep. I won't let you hurt me anymore, Alex Kurtzman. <laughs> but then, then uh, like you and... Like, four other people in the span of, like, 48 hours were like, you should watch season three Picard, like, episode one. And it's for, you can watch it for free on YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't, yeah. even, you don't even need Paramount+. Plus. And, like, within the first 10 minutes, I was just like, that's fucking Riker. That's William fucking Riker. Not just Frakes. Like, it's... It's the it's the character again. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like the the difference between like a Rise of Skywalker thing, which like Picard season one and Star Trek Discovery have big they fly now energy. Uh <sighs> big they fly now energy. Listen, I, I remember seeing like someone in Discovery going like I fucking love math or something and Yeah. 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 Really it was like okay, I don't yeah. like I'm already, like, not a person that watches TV, but now I know this is not for me. Pause. That character is phenomenal. Uh, Written off the show in part because she was... The audience found her to be too fat. No. That's depressing. Alex Kurtzman! (laughs) Kurtzman! I mean, that's, that's my... She was getting a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of of uh, attention for being air quote too fat. She's a normal sized human being. Yeah, she's not. Uh, yeah. like, no, she's just a person. Yeah, like, yeah. And then also, fucking... by the way, 
had a baby. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking people. I, Let's just yeah. point, uh, point everybody to the rants at the beginning of last episode. Yes. But anyway, it yeah. is. It's, it's, and Riker is in season two, but in, in season two, it's like, it's him and Deanna at yeah. home, and he has a pizza oven. And no. it's like, stop it. Nope. No. <laughs> I need leg over the back of the chair, Riker town Riker yep uh, it's 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 very good it's, it's very I'm very pleased so good. it's yeah. so good and I, there's there's this scene where they meet they, they they need the help of a Starfleet vessel because they don't have them anymore because they're mm-hmm. not actually in Starfleet anymore and so they find their way onto the ship and they're like oh hey uh Captain Shaw yeah we need you to to go over over here for us and he says no and it, they're like, their reaction is, but, but, but we're Picard and Riker. And, well, and he's like, no, it's my fucking ship. And I don't think that's a good idea. So peace. And he and, just leaves the room. It's and, amazing. And then he makes them go sleep in bunk beds. And then he makes them sleep in bunk beds. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I also, I don't have like any affinity for seven of nine because yeah. i didn't watch voyager oh okay. um like at all i just like wasn't <coughs> I, I i wasn't into it um but i loved her in in this she's fucking awesome she's like great really cool like really great depiction of the character and like i love the evil captain and fucking look gates mcfadden is still a fucking smoke show i'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna state for the record that some very serious feelings <laughs> got dredged back up a low of these many years later. Um, Susan, how many episodes are out now? I believe uh, it's as of today four. Oh, there's <coughs> damn! I gotta give Paramount Plus money dollars because yeah. I've only seen the first one uh, because I watched it and like so <laughs> when it was announced. Uh, like, like what it started rather a couple of weeks ago I was like ooh uh, Picard is happening now I want to just watch Next Generation mm-hmm. and, but now that's not on anything it, but, but it's Paramount on anymore Paramount. Like, yep. it's only on Paramount so yep. uh, I was like shit I want to watch Star Trek and I had forgotten that five years ago Wario 64 posted about like all three of the original show seasons on Blu-ray were available for like twenty dollars total. <gasps> wow! For like, like for nothing. Yeah. So I have those box sets, nice. and I was like, I'm just gonna watch the, the classics. I'm gonna watch the old series, and I haven't done it in years. Uh, it's just so good. It's still so great, but like, it wasn't scratching the itch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's a very specific flavor. But I posted about this, and Susan, I was excited to mention to you, I am delighted every time I watch the original series for, like, earnestly how badly it wants to be a feminist text. (laughs) It wants it... It wants it so much and fails every second Mm -hmm. so spectacularly. Yeah. 
Like it's like it's like if you went and explained third wave feminism to an actual caveman. And like the caveman's empathetic and he kinda like got it. And the caveman's like, oh like, no, put the club down. Yeah, like, you no. we club all women equally, right? <laughs> no, no, exactly. no, no. It's, it's no. almost <laughs> awe inspiring how yes. how much they whiff on that. It yes. There is there is an episode early, like in the first few, where S- Kirk is like split in two. And all of the evil in Kirk is like a separate oh, entity yeah, 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 wandering yeah. the ship. Yeah. And he assaults uh, a, a a woman on the crew. And oh, like, as they... G- oh, you guys lost me? Oh, no. I'm still here. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, he, he assaults... He assaults a female member of the crew. Yeah. And when, like, they go to, like, gather information from her... Kirk is there being like, look at me, look in my face. Did I attack you? Did I, was it me? No. And like, I'm like, wow. Oh my God. (laughs) If you made this now, if you made this now, none of you would ever work in anything ever. You would not be allowed to work at Taco Bell if you made this now. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Joss Whedon had a pretty damn good career for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. But like... Now, I, like, does Joss Whedon allowed to go outside anymore? Like, it's not like he's in jail. No, that's true. He's not in jail. Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> here's here's a, here's a, here is a nice here here is a nice uh, addendum to that. Apparently, a, <laughs> apparently Warner Brothers just like fucking dumped everything of his show, like that was running on HBO. Like they're like, fuck it, who wants it? And so, like, it's on, like, like for free, like, Tubi or whatever. Like, Ooh. all the remaining episodes, they just fucking dumped them all at once. Oof. And, like, he's... I've heard, I've heard, though, like, other than that, like, Tubi has become, like, the secret good place to go I've for stuff. That. Yeah. Really? yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, it's like what Netflix used to be before Netflix, like, before all of the 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 labels were like, oh, we'll just make our own streaming shit and t- took mm. all their stuff off of Netflix. Like someone pointed out, like I guess Quentin Tarantino wrote a book last year, and it's just a talk, like a bunch of movies, like like he like studying what makes movies work, and like mentions, you know, it's just like huge film knowledge. And someone made a playlist of all of the movies that he talks about in oh, that book, and neat. it's like a hundred and eighty movies, like not oh, ten, not to yeah. Ad That's supported, awesome. yeah. Wow. Like there, there. Apparently, there's good shit on Tubi. Also, <laughs> so tu- so Tubi recreated TV. Yeah, like, they apparently, just much. That, yeah, they just that's what cable. <laughs> that's what's so hilarious uh, with the you know that like Pluto. It's it's just TV. Yeah, <laughs> we have TV again. Yeah, huh. except we, we don't get the pleasure of like watching only half of Back to the Future two anymore. That's. <laughs> Is that okay? So here, I so I work with a, a number of people who are like movie people, mm-hmm. and so I said, I and and, and and since you mentioned this, I am wondering if this is why I will happily just tune into the middle of a film. Oh yeah, 
But we're we're habituated to that experience. Is that like, why? Because because yes. because we grew up with TV. Mm-hmm. It's in, oh. it's in, it's in the same way that like I one of my great pleasures is very similar. Speaking of that's not the right Ghost Rider. Uh, I love reading like a comic in the middle of a series, like oh, not wow. starting at the beginning. Okay, okay, because that's how you you experience well, comics it's, it's true yeah. yeah that's true you didn't you like x-men number one wasn't a thing you yeah went because you heard x-men was cool and then you buy x-men 1032 and you just start there it's uh, true yeah it's it's why like anytime somebody's like like oh this show takes a while to get going i'm like well okay when where do i start because i'll just yeah. start there i'm just yeah, yeah, like you can't do that. Like all of the shows are serials now. Like you can't do that. I mean, I guess I sw- you can if you're Anthony. I suppose, you're extra but. bold. <laughs> like yeah, like I can't. I can't do that with stuff I haven't seen before. But yeah, if it's something that like oh yeah, you know, Samurai Cop is halfway through on the Rift Tracks channel. I'll put that on. Prior yeah. to the existence of Netflix, I had never seen the beginning of Big Trouble in Little China. And yet I would have I yeah. seen that movie like yep. 50 times. I was like, yep. oh shit, this movie opens with him eating a sandwich? What? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. it'd be like, oh, what? you know, I'll pick it up at whatever point. Yeah, but yeah. To, like making an effort to watch it is not something. Mm-hmm. No, you just watch it when you stumble across it. Uh, as a kid, I thought Back to the Future started at the mall, like when like the Libyans show up to shoot Doc Emmett Brown. Like I didn't know that like he went to school, and you see like the I I just thought that's where it started because that's right. when I would turn on HBO. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. All right. I feel better then. Yeah. I All thought right. I was just broken. I was okay <clears throat> being broken. But every every episode of Continue ends in, in the same place where we realize that we're broken. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dave, who else is broken? <laughs> Our Continue Podcast backers. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Continue Podcast. Um, we can't thank you all enough. Although I will thank some of you a little bit <laughs> right here with the shout out on our show. Why is, uh, what is this? Is, is, is Frakes holding Roman candles? Is that? Or sparklers, Dave. He's sparklers. Oh my God. What? Okay. What? Okay. Before I get into the back or second, I'm sorry. What is this? Is this, are these pictures you drew or is this a <laughs> book you bought? This is a, celebrity comics unauthorized <laughs> biography of Jonathan Frakes from 1992 <laughs> yeah. wow what you don't you don't have these at home fun fact <laughs> when i was looking for your christmas gift i was looking for uh a a a portrait of Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. So I, I, I've had this like on my desk for many, many years now. Uh, but somewhere and I've never found it. They did like the same imprint did one for Patrick Stewart. 
Well, of course they did. And of I, course. I've got to find that shit. <laughs> it's got, i got to track that down someday. But all right, Dave, our backers. Okay. Our backers. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon backers paying for Anthony's copy of Patrick Stewart <laughs> Unplugged. Uh, shout outs to Josh, Jamie, Souza, John Belf, Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, Shirley L., The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Denton Brock, Gluttony One of Seven, Frank Stans. Tyler Nelson, Shane Nelson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Rugen. Thank, Thank you. Thank you all very Thank much. You. You're lovely human beings. Yeah, I, 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 I we are very, very grateful. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Susan has oh no. the Patrick Stewart cover. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Ever, nobody's scanned the interiors. The shadow makes his head look like a cone. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we are we are unbelievably grateful for your backing this show. If you are not a backer of this show and you are simply a listener, we love that too. The most useful thing in the world for us is that you share the show uh, to more people in your life because God knows they need to hear about Ghost Rider and Midnight Suns and Frakes. Um, you can follow us on the internet at twitch.tv slash continue podcast, where we occasionally stream the show and where Dave occasionally streams things. Susan, where can the people follow you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Susan Arndt, uh, unless I blow away in the impending storm. Is it happening? Is it starting? It's outside? real dark out there. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but again, no wind. So, have, have, I don't know. Are, are the hatches battened? As, in as much as they can be, yes. Okay. Like our good. our our cars are you know in the garage and yeah. Oh, good. Stuff like that, you so. haven't like yeah. Last of Us to the house though, like like boards over the windows. No, no. But we we have we're always uh, we always have a certain baseline of preparedness. There you go. So we have you know candles and batteries and all the good. things. So do you guys ever watch apocalypse and post apocalypse shit? And realize, like, I don't know where I would get all that wood. Like, if I had to all of a sudden, like, <laughs> right, yeah, nail yeah. up my windows, I'd be like, "Fuck, I can't get a nail through this. This is a shelf. This is a fucking shelf." You would, you would just have to like, you take all of your anime figurines and like, <laughs> just take burn those for fuel. What the smells? Nailing the brakes, coming. <laughs> That'll stop those zombies. They never tear through brakes. Um, they would know you have no supplies. We don't want it. Don't eat him. Don't eat him. Dave, uh, where can people find you? Find me on Twitter at David Robots uh, and Letterboxd. Also, David Robots. Uh, I've been watching watching shit and writing about it on there. I did actually watch a movie made in the last 12 months recently. So it's... it's a what one? Tar. Oh, oh was Tar that? good? Uh, uh, yes, it is a two and a half hour build up to an incredible punchline. That's okay. all I'm gonna leave it at. You okay. gotta see you like like Patrick Klepek like tweeted a thing saying like I spat my water out at the ending and like honestly that that you should spoil the ending for yourself and just just so you like work out in your head how could did the movie even get here? Uh, because it is it is Joker font like it's audacious okay right. it okay. is an audacious film okay I'm in. okay all right uh you can follow me at a john agnello where i'll i'll be tweeting about 
where the backer dollars have gone this month to a Nintendo DS in the year of 2023. Had you gotten rid of your DSs? I Well, all I had was a 3DS at this point. I had my 3DS and I had the new 2DS XL. Oh, which is the, right. Which is, yeah. And yeah. Which, I mean, and I really wanted to play Spirit Tracks and DS games on a 3DS look like shit. Like, um, it's bad. Can, they look bad. Do it, but they look really bad. Yeah. Like, okay. And okay. so I like I was like, all right, well, I'll fire it up, and you can launch the game so it's in pixel perfect mode. Mm-hmm. But it's like this teensy. It g- defaults to the uh, the dimensions of the launch DS. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. well, it's, so it's, it's like it's integer scale basically. Yeah. yeah. So I I was like, well, I can't do that. Um, and so I was like, this is probably the last moment in history where you can get a DS for, like, not insane yeah, D- money. Yeah, DSs right. and DSIs are dirt cheap D- compared yeah, was, to everything else okay. right now. Reasonable. And this, like, it, I've never messed with the XL, the DSi XL, and people talk about it like, like it's the height of luxury for, like, yeah. Nintendo machines. And uh, goddamn, it is... Look, like I got, I got one of the like special edition ones. So you got like the little Mario. Oh, that's cute! Isn't that yeah. cute? It's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, Susan, you'll approve. A- I the the first thing I put in there was aliens. Nice. Uh, that killer, <laughs> like Metroidvania. All right, everybody. We'll see uh, you in two uh, weeks. Uh, and, oh, you, go ahead. You 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 know you, you can you can hack that thing so you can play Game Boy Advance games on it. I know. You should, I know. You should do I'm, it. I'm, well, now I have a thing. Advance Wars on can, there. I can soft mod. And like you don't even need to like put any kind of fancy flashcard in there anymore. You just yeah. be like uh, Super Nintendo's rough. Super Nintendo's rough, but like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, they run native, right? Like yeah. more or less. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see. I just, you in, I in just two- kept my Game Boy, so I just didn't have to, <laughs> it's fine. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to do. Just here. I just gotta. I just gotta charge it. Gunpei Yokoi. Little little Good. electroplankton, little little electroplankton, baby. I I'm excited. I'm excited. I have that. All right. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you in Bye. two weeks. Bye.